Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. It's time. It's the perfect time to kick off our mind body series with a little conversation about meditation. That kind of rhymed and is perfect for today. <laughs> um, okay. So Lindsay and I really want to have episodes sprinkled throughout where we chat about mind body connection and to go along with that intuition um, we feel like that is just so important in our world, in our, you know, day-to-day lives, in in, in a mindset podcast, especially. Um, those two things go hand in hand, mind-body connection and mindset. And so we really just want to start to fine-tune that practice in ourselves and for all of you too. So um, let's chat about meditation today because I think that sometimes meditation seems that word in itself can give you automatically a feeling of like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. Or I don't know how to do that. Or that's not biblical. Or I'm not about that. You know, there's a lot of like, that word I think comes with a lot of emotion for a lot of people. And I just want to kind of dial it back and kind of unfold to me what meditation is and to kind of help you out in your mind body journey as far as meditation goes. I like that. Let's do it. Okay. Um, Lindsay, are you a meditator? Okay. So when you initially proposed this topic, my response was like, oh, I don't really intentionally meditate every day. Like I'm picturing myself being still quiet, not doing anything, laying on a floor, like in, in the complete quiet. But yeah. the more I thought about it, I think, yes, like for me, what meditation is, is being intentional on mindset and words. It is being still and it is putting distractions away, but it's focusing on what is true. And so I think when I read truth and I am just like either reading scripture or doing something that is building my mindset up, like to me, that is meditation. That is what it is to like focus on what is good and true and pure and whole to reset our mind. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That's perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think, okay. So Lindsay and I took a field trip. Gosh, was that in November, December? When did we go see, um, oh, what's that guy's name? I can't even remember right now. Um, yeah, Deepak Chopra. What when was that? that was like, November, um, I think. I think it was November. Yeah. yeah. It's been a minute. And he is such a wise man. I wish I could have recorded everything he said and like watched it again because I I I he it was one of those things where you would have gotten something new from it every single time because he's just such a deep like everything he says has so much depth. But anyway, do you remember what he said at the beginning about meditation, about how like it can actually change you? from like a physiological standpoint, I can't remember exactly what he said. Do you? 
I mean, that was exactly it. Like I, he was talking about like biologically and physically, like it's just even generation, like disease, things that we're prone to, like we can we actually can reverse disease. Yes. Like we can change our biology by meditating, which yes. is fascinating. And this man's brilliant, like for many different reasons, but that was mind blowing. Yeah. And so I think when we hear, at least for me, when I used to hear the word meditation, I pictured someone like a monk sitting in a room alone in like this beautiful, quiet, peaceful space, sitting in silence for hours and not having any thoughts or movements or whatever. And I think meditation can certainly be that, but that is like the um, Hollywood's, it's the way that like it's portrayed in the movies and it's not necessarily realistic and or something that I have any interest in doing ever. Um, but there are different types of, like, you can go on a walk and it can be meditative. You can go through the woods and it can be meditative. You can, like Lindsay said, I think anytime you are just dialing it back and, and refining yourself and being slow and intentional with yourself, it's, it's a meditative practice. Um, and my favorite book, you know, I get, you guys know, I love to quote, I quote all the time now, but the, my favorite book that I've read in a while is called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry um, by John Mark Comer. It's so good. And I want to read to you a little, little excerpt that he wrote in the book um, that feels very meditative to me. So can I read that to you guys? Please do. Um, okay, here it goes. What if the secret to a happy life, and it is a secret, an open one, but a secret nonetheless, how else do so few people know it? What if the secret isn't out there, but much closer to home? What if all you had to do was slow down long enough for the merry-go-round blur of life to come into focus? I love that. Like, And so to me, that is meditation. It's just like slowing down letting the merry-go-round, the fast-paced life slow down so that you can just sit with your thoughts for a second and from those thoughts decide how you're going to proceed. And you can do it daily, you can do it weekly, you can do it, you know, I suggest daily. But um, it's just a slowing down, that's it. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that at least for this podcast. I'm sure there are meditative gurus who would completely disagree with me. Um, okay, but rem- but this brings up what you just said. It brings up a whole like can of worms that we talked about the last time or last episode, one of the last episodes about how fast paced a lot of our lives have become. And I think like it's a catch 22 because if you make your life so fast paced that you don't have time to slow down, then you don't have time to do any of these practices, which are proven to be pretty much the key to health, right? So like, yes, sometimes to be able to get to this point, we have to change something else. We have to make space. We have to make space. I, I've been thinking a lot and, and I, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen me post it in my stories lately. Like, are you scheduling time in your life for margin? Are you scheduling time in your life for the nothing? Because if you're, if you're not careful, 
and you're a schedule-based person like I am, and you're scheduling hour by hour up against the next and the next and the next, where's their space to just let life happen? And that's, where's there the space to slow down, to let that merry-go-round stop spinning, to hop off for a second and say, I need a minute to catch my breath so that I can refuel and go forward or fill my own cup up or, or love on my children or love on my spouse or just take a breath. Whereas if you're not scheduling that space in, you know, it's, it's easy to just get to the end of the day or the end of the week or the end of the month and feel completely depleted and unhealthy, you know, sick. Mm -hmm. Um, because we need that meditative time. So. Yeah. So it's almost like scheduling that first and then everything else follows. And yes, we know like everyone has work and we have jobs and we have priorities, but it's just like, we all also have 24 hours in a day. So yeah. where are we going to schedule that? That yeah. fits around all of those other priorities and then let the, all the extra stuff fall in. Yeah. Yeah. For me lately, I, I, mentioned this, I think maybe it was on the last episode, but I've been working a ton at, as a nurse at the hospital and I had kind of retired myself there. Um, but I'm back. <laughs> I pulled myself out of retirement and I hope it's just short term, but I'm working like two to four days a week and they are long days because I live so far away now from the hospital. It's about a 19 hour day that I'm gone 18, 19 hours and it's tough. And so I've been having this conversation with myself of like, okay, I need to give myself all the grace. And when I am not working, I need to really be scheduling in the margin. And otherwise I'm going to completely deplete myself. And then there's this other like side of myself that's like, but wait a minute, you have to homeschool your kid and you have to clean the house and you have to make dinner and you have to do all this. And you need to like love on your spouse. And, and then the angel on the other side is like, yeah, but, but if you don't rest, you are going to not be able to do those things well anyway. Mm -hmm. And so fighting back and forth with myself and I've, what I've decided is on the days that I'm not working, if we eat frozen pizza or tuna sandwiches for dinner, like no one's going to care except for me. Like, you know, it's, I have created these things that I have to do in my head and do I really need to do them? Or can I dial it back in and create space, create these meditative times for myself that I can just, be in a restful state. Um, well, remember that, um, I don't know. yeah, no, it's, it's exactly true. And remember that, um, it was like a work call that we were on. It was a zoom and she was talking about the switchboard, like not all the switches oh, can be up yes. at the same time. Like if you're doing yeah. life, right, they can't all be up at the same time. So yeah. when you dialed up work, the switchboard on the meal stuff, Cause I know you like love to cook and you're so good at it and all that stuff, but it's just like, not everything can be dialed up to a 10 right now. You can't have all your switchboards on blast. So I loved that. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, that was a Modere call. And, um, it was so good that she was talking about that. And I, I think about that all the time. Yes. Yeah, so right now, like my, whatever, whatever switchboard button you have on blast for me, it's work you're going to have to turn the other things down. You know, you can't have your base and your treble on treble on blast at the same time. you got to balance it out. Um, or, or not even balance. I think balance is a, is kind of a, a word that can make you feel like less. No, it's almost like you have to pull back certain times and then, and knowing if that, that makes you like sad or stressed out, knowing that like 
that's going to go up again. Like you're going to have, you know, like the switchboard gets to like, you know, ebb and flow, but right now you have to give yourself grace to pull back. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Like my exercise switchboard is like all the way down to nothing. <laughs> yeah. And and that's okay. Cause it's just, it's just a brief time period, but all of that to say, coming back, circling back to meditation, I think if you can, you know, just pick out five minutes of your day to just sit in the quiet, whether that's going for a walk without listening to it, without a podcast, you know, like just walking hearing the birds and the cars passing by or whatever sounds are in your vicinity without your phone or a work call or a conversation with a friend, just you and you and you alone for five minutes, wherever you can, you're going to just get so much clarity there. And it is really good to reset your batteries. I think. I do too. Um, You know, recently this is, um, kind of unexpected for me, but has given me time to pause is just getting our new dog who's younger and he just is such a cuddle bug. And sometimes like without him, I felt like the house was kind of quiet, like after our old dog passed away and stuff. And then like with him, like I find myself just like sitting more because I'll just pet him and be with him. And I don't know, it's almost like truly, I feel like he's like a therapy dog or something. Like it's almost like therapeutic for me. And I see my kids do it too. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying everybody needs an animal that maybe an animal could be. Everybody does need an animal. Well, I know I feel that way. I know some people are like anti, but I'm telling you it has done things for our soul that I just, it was unexpected. You know, those like bumper stickers that say who rescued who they, I need that. Oh my gosh. It's so true that. though. It really is so true. That's how I feel. And- yeah. And animals are so people, good. Yeah. And people are always like, we don't deserve them. And it's like, so true. I guess it's just like, if you don't know how to slow down, find something that helps you slow down. And for me, that has been that something it just, yeah, I don't know. It's just like done something to my soul of being like, maybe it's taking care of him, or maybe it's just because they're just great little creatures. All of that to say, I feel like sometimes putting something in your life to give you a reason to, you know, oh, for sure. For sure. And if you really don't know how to slow down, you can move yourself an hour away from all your friends in city <laughs> when we don't have Wi-Fi and you're completely isolated. I know. I <laughs> that'll miss teach you. you. Gosh. That'll teach you real quick how to slow down. <laughs> you know what I'm excited for you for though, is in the spring when you get your cow, what if we have like cow therapy? Might be the same. Oh, thing. that cow is going to be so therapeutic to me. She has no idea. That's fine. She's going to be like, oh my God, this woman is smothering me. What is- <laughs> That's fun. Um, oh, okay. So I wanted to share, speaking of quotes, oh, that I want to well, it's, you know, from, from the Holy Bible, but um, okay. scripture that is just so important. And it is like when, when you boil it down, it's meditating. So it's from Philippians 4. And it says, and now dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you've learned and received from me, everything you heard me, heard from me and saw me doing and the God of peace will be with you. And 
all God's saying is like, focus on what's right and pure. Um, he's also says like before that about don't be anxious, which I know is a really hard verse for some people. And it has been for me, but what he's saying is, I know that there's going to be anxieties in this world. Like he's like, yeah, that's a given, like there's going to be. And so what I'm telling you is you're going to have to practice, put into practice, focusing on the opposite. And it's like very clear as day that like, we are going to have to practice it. It's not going to be easy. Not going to be easy. It's not, it is not the human nature. It is, it is, you know, exactly that. I mean, it's so big, it's so biblical to step away and slow down. And I think, um, you know, in the Bible, Jesus goes away for days and days and days at a time by himself. Like he, he knew that he needed that time and that space to just like disconnect to reconnect in order to reconnect. You have to disconnect first, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, it's, it doesn't have to be hokey pokey, quacky wonky monks in the woods. It's just very simply put, just stepping back. And I think, you know, there's a practice to it. Like if you try to sit quietly, you're going to have a million thoughts come up. And the whole point of meditation is not to not have those thoughts. It's to calmly and gracefully acknowledge those thoughts, the loudness in your head. And I like to think of it when I am trying to do more of like a solid meditation. I like to think of those, like I acknowledge those thoughts and I imagine myself sitting at the ocean and I imagine those thoughts floating on the next wave back out to sea. And then, and then a wave, another wave will come and it's going to bring more thoughts and I'm going to acknowledge them and I'm going to watch them wash away. Yeah. Everyone close your eyes. Christy is going to lead us in a good. <laughs> and when you can do that, when you can do that, the next time someone cuts you off in traffic, it's just like you, you're creating that muscle memory. And so instead of honking your horn almost out of reflex, you're going to have that muscle memory there where you're just going to watch that car wash out to sea. And you're not going to feel like you need to like run them off the road or whatever your vice may be, you know. It's just mm-hmm. creating that muscle memory where you don't react. You're not reactionary. Um, you're just calm and peaceful and it will change your whole dang world. I swear. That's cool. Um, I have, I think like three different meditation apps downloaded and I've done a few, um, particularly when I felt anxious and I'll just like go into it. But, um, I, I think that that's, that could be something for people who have trouble going to bed. You know, you can just, I mean, there, some of them are like really quick. They're like four minutes or something. Yeah. But so, but you were, it reminded me of what you were saying. Cause like some of them have more of like a ocean water feel and, um, yeah. you know, there was a book I read about meditation called 10% happier. Have you guys heard of that? Um, it's by Dan Abrams. He was a news anchor and he basically just like hit rock bottom and his goal wasn't to be like the happiest person on the planet. It was just to get himself a little happier. So 10% happier. And now he has an app and, um, I did something that I'm sure a lot of you have probably done before. I subscribed to a free trial of this app and forgot to cancel it. And it was like a seven day free trial or something. And I forgot to cancel it. So then I got this charge to our bank account that was like 
astronomical for an app. It was like $120. And I was like, shoot, I forgot to cancel that freaking app. And I need to go meditate right now because I'm about to lose my mind. And so anyway, I was like, okay, well, I have this app for a year. I might as well make the best. It was kind of a blessing in disguise that I forgot to cancel this app. So I used it for a year. It's so good. If you need, if you need something on your phone to teach you how to do it, that's okay. They're all different times, five minutes, two minutes, 10 minutes. And right now he's doing a whole series on anxiety, Lindsay, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so 10% happier, but there's a bunch of free stuff. You don't have to pay. You don't have to do the big dog. Well, listen, I do think, you know, if it, it's going to be worth it, if you need something like that though, if you, you know, so that's, but also you can totally just put your phone in another room and just sit in quiet and know that feelings are going to come up and you don't, you know, you don't have to do anything formal. You can just sit quietly with yourself for a little bit and that will do word world of wonders for you as well. Yeah. I think like the bottom line too, it's funny because just the idea, what you said, like what comes to mind when we think of meditation, I definitely do think of what you were talking about, like this unattainable version of meditation when really it's just like, we can go on a walk, like you said, without our ear pods in, or, you know, like we, we probably already do some of the things that we could do just like lose the extra noise. Yeah, for sure. Just lose the extra noise. I love that. Okay. It's the perfect time to try out meditation. If you haven't already or are deep in your practice, if you are currently doing that, give it a try. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. And let us know if there's other resources that you've used or you know about that, um, that are good for adults or kids alike. And I think, you know, we, in this mind body series, we hope to really just hone in on things, but I, we really feel like this is the first step to learning about yourself and getting in tune with yourself. You can't get in tune with yourself during the busy days of life. So you need to take a moment for yourself. This is the, this is the first step in our mind body series. We're excited about it. All right. Awesome. Well, have a lovely day. Bye. 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 Bye.